Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. And should this guy be allowed to speak in Surrey? Remember, he's not being invited to speak about vaccines. He's being invited to speak about the environment and clean tech jobs. But because he's such a prominent anti-vaxxer, the backlash is underway. Should the guy be allowed to talk anyway? 604-331-BUZZ. Let's check in with Keith Baldry now, Legislative Bureau Chief for Global News. And Keith, I want to talk about the, the Trans Mountain Pipeline, which I think is going to be approved tomorrow again by uh, Justin Trudeau. But let me ask real quickly your take on uh, RFK Jr. And the, and the controversy here. Oh, I knew you were going to ask me about this. Yeah. I, I don't think they should have invited him in the first place. Having done so, though, I don't see how they back away from this. Uh, he's not, as you mentioned, he's not coming here to talk about it, to you know, spout his anti-vaccination uh, views, which I think are dangerous. I think anti-vaxxers are dangerous people. Uh, I think they endanger children. Uh, but he's here to talk about uh, environment and uh, high tech, which he has some street cred on. Uh, I think this is purely a publicity grab by the Surrey Board of Trade. I mean, you and I would normally never talk about the Surrey Board of Trade luncheons. I mean, who cares? But this one, I think, so, is generating publicity. Yeah, I, see, this is the interesting thing to me is, you know, and people are, people are kind of framing it as a free speech issue on the on the open line today, and I suppose there is that element to it. But the other interesting thing to me is. The decision-making by the Surrey Board of Trade here. Now, Anita Huberman, who's the head of the Board of Trade, told Simi this morning that when they decided to bring this guy in, of course, they had to talk about his anti-vax views. Mm -hmm. And they realized he was a controversial figure, and they decided to book him anyway. So I'm wondering if the Surrey Board of Trade is looking at a lot of the attention around this today and thinking, like, this is great. We're getting a lot of free publicity here. Well, again, I, I think that was their chief goal here was yeah. to get get some publicity. I'm not sure it's positive publicity, but maybe they subscribe to the rule of thumb that uh, all publicity is welcome. So it's uh, it's going to generate a big crowd. I mean, they're probably going to sell out, have a bigger audience than they normally would have at these things. Probably get a lot more media. See, because if you were a member of the board of trade on their executive and you're sitting in their boardroom deciding, do we invite this guy or not? What would you know? I think I would have said, like, do we really want the hassle and trouble and the and the PR? headache with this guy like no get somebody else but well, i i think one of the issues here is uh, anti-vaccination views as i said are dangerous and they uh, they yeah. endanger kids and and do you really want to invite someone associated with that type of view uh viewpoint and that type of so-called movement now having said that he's not coming to talk about that particular subject he's going right. to talk about the i mean i i interviewed Robert F. Kennedy Jr. years ago uh, when he was very active in trying to protect rivers in, in British Columbia. That was his sort of... Uh his uh, original sort of uh, movement. His he was uh, also here on the Clockwood Sound debates. Clock, he showed yeah. up in that log and road yeah, at the blockade back then as well. That's when yeah. he was known for an environmental uh, cause, which was very popular in British Columbia, and it was yeah. every reason to invite him to BC. Now he's associated with the anti-vaccination movement. It, even members of the Kennedy family have disowned him and disassociated themselves from him. So he's a lightning rod for controversy. But I think that's exactly what Surrey wanted. Okay, keep phoning me on the buzz line about that one six zero four three three one buzz. Let's talk about the pipeline. Keith, tomorrow 
A lot of anticipation that Prime Minister Justin Trudeau will approve the Trans Mountain Expansion Pipeline Project again. Mm -hmm. Remember that the court slammed the brakes on it last year. They ordered more consultation with First Nations. That's been done. They ordered more environmental protections. The government says that's been done. Do you anticipate Trudeau now gives the green light to this project again tomorrow? Yes, I do. And I think it's coming after the markets close in Eastern time, which is sometime after 1.30 our time. I suspect uh, Justin Trudeau will be the man in front of the cameras here. This is very much part of his election strategy. He's trying to, he's going to try to make the argument that, uh, you know, he's, he's able to answer both sides of the equation. He's, he's in favor of a carbon tax, banning plastic straws, you know, showing, showing the, the street cred when it comes to the environment, but also protecting res the resource industry and resource jobs by approving a pipeline. He's going to stress the fact that there's going to be a significant enhancement of, of tanker safety and spill response in, uh, in the metro, in the Salish Sea, where the area where the tanker is going to flow through. You know, bitumen's been flowing in those tankers for a few years now. I mean, people think that, that there's no bitumen out there. No bitumen is no, it's out there tankers. right now. It's right in there right now, yeah. and it has been for some time. So Trudeau's going to argue that, look, uh, this is happening anyways. Part of the plan here is to ramp up a multi-billion dollar spill response strategy here, which will have uh, you know tanker escorts that take them out to open seas that have uh, more more resources uh, at the water's edge to uh, you know deploy into action should there be any spill. So it's going to be controversial. But an yeah. Ipsos Reid poll out today, another one. And take polls for whatever you want. Uh, a sixty thirty uh, percent uh, in favor of the pipeline. That's consistent with other findings. Uh, people, there's this misconception that British Columbians are against the pipeline. They're not. I mean, there's no evidence yeah. that there's that that a majority of British Columbians are opposed to this project. In it's fact, the other way around. Other way around. It's yeah. consistently a sixty thirty sixty forty proposition. And Trudeau is betting that voters will break his way come October. Okay, controversial project to say the least. But I think. I wonder if Trudeau and his people maybe like the politics of this thing. And I, I think that you mentioned the plastics ban. He's basically saying we can have our cake and eat it, too. Mm -hmm. We can have it all. We can protect the environment with a carbon tax and a plastic ban and a lot of the other stuff. No whales in captivity. All these other things that he's doing on the environment and protecting animals. And he's saying we can have the pipelines, too. We can have it both ways. And I think the, the rollout of the plastic ban was uh, strategically timed for last week to give him that kind of environmental talking point before he says oh by the way we're having a pipeline too mm -hmm. i mean is that good politics for him that he's saying like we can have it we can have it all because if his opponents are usually on one side or the other he's well, kind of on both sides he is and he, his main opponent his real only opponent is andrew Shear, the conservatives although you know the ndp and greens can bleed votes from him uh but you look at andrew Shear. andrew Shear's in favor of the pipeline there's, there's no difference between these two on, on that position where andrew Shear parts from trudeau though is he's against the carbon he's tax. against yeah he's a, he's, a, he's on one side of it and He's on one side, and that's where I think Trudeau is strategically aiming his arrow here is to voters who are also consider themselves to be on both sides of the issue. They think they are responsibly responsible environmentally. Uh, they're in favor of a carbon tax. They're in favor of getting rid of plastic, uh, but they're also in favor of the reality of that fossil fuels are here for a few more years at least, and and they're, they're not so one-sided on both sides. So on, is this, uh, is this issue. smart smart politics for Trudeau and trying to go both sides of it? I think, I think it's smart politics. I think if he were to oppose the pipeline, Line, I think he'd lose a lot of that middle ground support to uh, Andrew Scheer and the Conservatives. Again, uh, people misread, they, they equate protest and civil disobedience with, with uh, assuming that's the majority of a of public opinion. Whether you call it the silent majority or whatever, most voters don't line up on the side of that that protest and, and you know uh, civil disobedience lines. It's quite the opposite, and Trudeau is making a very calculated uh, guess here that he has to show his, his credentials on the environmental side at the 
same time he has to show his credentials on the pro resource project. Right, side. he's trying to have it bo- both ways. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned that you anticipate that Trudeau himself will be in front of the cameras making this announcement tomorrow. So does he want to be the face of this pipeline now, or does he put out one of his cabinet ministers to well, front it? Well, it'll be interesting whether Catherine McKenna or uh, Bill Morneau will be. I mean, Morneau's ministry bought the pipeline. It's yeah. Crown Corporation. I have a feeling, though, and I don't know this for sure, I have a feeling Justin Trudeau is going to put himself front and center. He has to sort of associate himself with issues that are not SNC-Lavalin or all those the various scandals. He's got to be out there uh, taking a bit of a risk on this issue, but yeah. I still think it's a calculated move and it, it end up being a positive one for him. Thanks for coming in. All right. That is Keith Baldry, Legislative Bureau Chief for Global News.